What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Nerdy Bit Show. We are finally doing our Game of the Year Part 2 episode. We're wrapping it up. We're talking about what's coming in 2022. We're talking about what we've been doing. But most importantly, we're talking about games. Uh, I'm your host, one of your hosts, uh, Lovewub, Caleb. Uh, with me, as always, is Ben. Hi. And Ryan. Hello, everybody. Hello. Um, yeah, I mean, what's up? How's everybody's like last? How's everybody's fucking holiday, right? Our last episode we put out was before Christmas. We've done the Christmas Sawyers, and New Year's since then. The Sawyers didn't have a holiday. Twenty twenty two has been I. fucking brutal for us. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's oh, still doing Christmas shit, the... right? Yeah. Yeah. My Feel mom like... and the party on Monday was like, "When are we doing Christmas?" And I was like, and "I'm emotion. Anyway. I'm emotionally past that. Literally, nobody said anything." But yeah. <laughs> When are we doing Christmas? I was just like, I think we should just hmm. do an exchange. I don't know. Although I like an idea of a big. Uh, I do. Um, can't speak for everybody. You already Someone got mine. Money last year. Uh, yeah. But I, I like the idea of having like a big bon, like a big bonfire outside or a barbecue, and we just hell yeah, that would be good. Eat, exchange gifts, go home, get out of here. Yeah. We're not gonna go inside and sit around. And, I think my backyard is big enough for that, but, but, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. right. I've got a fire pit. Mm-hmm. And chairs. <laughs> not a backyard. <laughs> not much, not much, not much. Uh, hey, my dog's small, it doesn't matter. You should, um, uh, you should push down that back fence and, and extend your backyard all the way to yeah, the back. Yeah, I definitely yeah. want to. At the very least, do it to one side, so we, only, so we only have one parking spot back there. We don't need both. Um yep. But yeah, for sure. But I said we talked about games, and that's not. What games. have you guys been playing lately? Well, hold on. We have to. We have to take a oh. moment of silence to mourn the death of E3. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that shit's dead. <laughs> it's not coming back. Uh, for those of you who don't know, they announced that this year will also be all digital because of Omicron. And then, as soon as they said that, journalists across Twitter were like. So they've been ca- planning on canceling it and doing digital only for like a month and a half before Omicron was an issue. So them saying because Omicron is dog shit. Right, and, and Omicron's like, not going to be around in six months. Like, yeah, and if, then, if anything's around, it'll be a new variant. And then immediately after those tweets came out, Summer Game Fest was like, can't wait to see you this summer. And I was like, damn, just yeah. walking <laughs> over a still warm corpse. I love it. <laughs> no, Summer um, Games did a... Did a great job. Uh, I think they do great every year. Yeah. And and Jeff does great on a regular basis. So this is just his chance to shine. So, and ESA's dropped the ball for. Is it ESA? No. Yeah. No, it's the ESA. You're right. ESA, kind of, is mis mishandled E3 for. Kind of <laughs> forever, really. Like, like forever. Yeah. Yeah. 
So especially the last ten years, it's just kind of fallen apart yeah. slowly. Each I was year. luckily I was lucky to be a part of it when it was in its glory. Yeah, and maybe we can be uh, maybe we can get lucky and end up at the Microsoft Theater again for the 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 Microsoft X- event, the Xbox press event, the Xbox yeah, be, press event. That'd be, that'd be pretty badass. Yeah, um, but who knows. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 going on. I don't away. know. Sitting around for trailers for three hours is a lot more fun in your living room than it is in a theater. <laughs> it's yeah, well, yeah, it's I, a lot more fun in a party setting, one hundred percent, because you can yeah. hear and be obnoxious. I've always thought it was weird. Like, let's all let's have this convention where a bunch of people show up to watch the TV. Like, what? Like, we can all just we can do that at home and report about it at home. I I, I get the networking portion of it afterward and. Like oh yeah. the whole Ryan. event of all of it, like I don't get it because I haven't been to like that kind of stuff. But like I can understand it. But I'm just like I can literally watch these at home, and we can cook out and hang out with friends and just do it that way. That shit's always fun. Yeah, Ryan, uh, I don't. Have you been to any of the E3 things that Caleb has thrown? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two or three. All oh okay. So Most Tech uh, basically told me that like it's his one of his. It's a pet peeve when a trailer starts and everybody's like, Halo, Ratchet and Clank, yep. uh, Tomb Raider. <laughs> yep. oh, so, I know where this story's going. And behind <laughs> us in the theater was a guy and his dad doing that very loudly about three-fourths of the show. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did you about yeah. punch him? No, but it was... No, but we <laughs> both we both quiet snickered to each other every time it happened. We were both like, oh, no. <laughs> it <laughs> does do an F-Zero? And it like, does and suck. <laughs> Yeah, it was a really, really quick wake up. Not wake up call, but like a really quick realization. Like, oh, come to Jesus. This, this, there, there it is. Yeah, that was our come to, come to trailer Jesus moment. That that happened at your party last year, and like, no, exactly. We, we, we brought it up early. We were like, yeah. so can we not do that in like the first moment? Halo, like, oh god, all right. Yeah, here it it's is. really hard. It's really hard not to. <laughs> yeah. But after being at the Game Awards and just like sitting there and taking it in. And hearing them do it behind me, I think I might be cured of it. Like I think yeah. I might just shut up and watch, because it was a lot better than. You can't like uh, snap on those people either. Like also huge, like huge public <laughs> setting, like you're gonna get kicked out of your first event. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't. We couldn't have gone off. Also, they were like, and I know we're not always right when we do it, but they were wrong like every time. They were way off. Nice. They were so far off each time, and I was just like. Oh, that's not They're it. like a kid in the candy store every time, but wrong. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was comical. It was comical. Um, last bit of news that I really want to talk about because we don't really do news big time. Um, Game Pass is getting Hitman next week. All three of the World of Assassination games, so the Hitman trilogy is what they're calling it. Um, Hitman Three is up there for games, my games of the year of this year. But most importantly, it's. Hitman 3 Year 2 starts this month. It's the one-year anniversary of the, the game coming out. <clears throat> and they introduced, they're introducing this new thing called Freelancer, which is, I think, literally what I've always wanted Hitman to be. So I'm going to read that little section of the press release. It's only a couple paragraphs. Um, this sounds like some shit that I would love to get down on. Uh, it would be even cooler if they start introducing co-op aspects to it. But anyway... So Freelancer is a brand new single player mode coming to Hitman that introduces roguelike elements, strategic hmm. planning, and customize in a customizable safe house. Um, oh, we'll wow. start by we'll start by exploring one of the new maps coming to Hitman Three in Year Two, Agent Forty Seven Safe House. This playable space is an entirely different type of location, and we've never built anything like it before. 
It's fully customizable and allows you to add and choose exactly what type of hitman you are. <clears throat> uh, as you progress through Freelancer, more areas of the safe house can be unlocked and new customization options will become available. You can configure and customize the safe house to your exact specifications and spend as much time as you want there. Whether you want to pick out a new suit, browse and test your weapons at the firing range, or make changes to your decor, it's all possible. Safe house is also an important space because all of your pre-mission planning will take place here. After exploring the safe house, 47 will have access to a mission hub where he can view all of the currently available freelancer campaigns, each one representing a criminal enterprise that is prominent across the world of assassination, and it's entirely your choice which campaign you pick, and each one will take you on a globetrotting campaign to a selection of locations. For each campaign, you need to choose the order you want to play the missions, and then after each mission, you'll return to the safe house to restock, resupply, and strategically plan your next move. Whichever location you leave until last will be where you, you'll corner the leader of that enterprise, blow their cover, eliminate them, and the campaign is complete. You get paid and return to your safe house. Uh, campaign All of the campaign missions have also been reworked to fit the freelancer mode. For example, locations will have new NPC types that can either help or hinder your progress. Suppliers will offer a selection of weapons and items that you can acquire to increase your chances of success, whereas other NPCs will alert leaders and make your job more difficult. And in addition to these NPCs, there are several other elements that will make the freelancer campaigns unique, like finding safes, hidden stashes, and other, even other NPC assassins. Is it safes or saves? <laughs> saves. <laughs> Um, and then finally, unlike the main Hitman campaign, your gear in Freelancer is not persistent. Anything you bring on a mission and don't bring back to the safe house will be lost. If you thought you were attached to the Silver Baller pistols before, wait until you accidentally leave it in a trash can in Dartmoor and it's gone forever. Looking, <laughs> for, gear at a <laughs> looking yeah. for gear at a supplier is one way to restock your inventory or replace a lost treasure. So yeah, Hitman looks like it's doing the thing I've always wanted it to do, which is adding just like a place where you can take contracts that are constantly updated. And fuck yeah. I cannot wait. Are they going games as a service, you think? Um, it was, if they were going to, this would be the way to do it. Like, it, it, the way they built out these three games and the way they give you, like, intel and missions and, like, the uh, elusive targets that always come, that only come in for a little bit and then leave. Um, <clears throat> like, it makes a lot of sense to just, like, have a new target every month and a new mission every month and just keep adding maps and adding different ways to play through those maps because they're such big fucking sandboxes mm -hmm. and this will get them a pretty consistent i think player base uh and new purchases so that they can make james bond and let's be completely honest them making james bond is probably one of the most exciting things in games right now to me because fuck they'll do a good job with that it's possible. It seems right up their uh, alley, right in their yeah. house. The only thing I really wanted more out of Hitman 3 was, like, what if he had charisma and was, like, a talkative <laughs> character? And then they got, they announced James Bond, and I was like, oh, shit, okay, <laughs> they're doing it. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Ben, you led in uh, when we started with what's everybody been playing, and I think you addressed Ryan first. Ryan, what you been playing, man? Uh, recently I've been playing uh, Ready or Not a lot, and that yes. uh, is a very good game. Uh, very challenging, um, fun tactical game. Of, scratching uh, your scratching your oppressive itch. Yeah. Does, yeah. <laughs> does the does the so I, I've been in the party for many of these uh -huh. nights. Uh, does the 
does the good outweigh the bad? Because I hear about a lot of the bad. Um. So so first off, Ready or Not is a is a SWAT game where you go in and you have different like uh, different missions, uh, different maps, and uh, um, SWAT encounters. So like there's a hostage situation or like a bomb threat or a raid where you have to go. Uh, find like drugs at a crack house that kind of thing um so to but to answer your question ben um yes and no because even though like something bad has happened going back in still feels good like it yeah. it's something i want to keep playing like i'll like if i if i die in a really bullshit way i'm just going to go back in mm-hmm. like i think me and rel played for like two hours one night and lost every mission but we played two like we kept playing yeah we played for two um hours. But like it's still yeah. Th- there's a lot of instances where you're like, I'm in some <laughs> I'm in some drug lord's house, and these guys are killing me like they're sw- like they're me like I'm a, like they're a SWAT guy like they're military trained like they're one tapping yeah. me like you you're not gonna kill me in one shot heavy armor. And there so. are times where I put like a single seven six two round <laughs> into a guy's unarmored chest, and then he shoots me once and kills me, and I'm yeah. like, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold so, on. So yeah, it's it's kind of hard sometimes uh, to to get used to it, but other than that, it, it I think it's super super fun, and uh, like the missions, I noticed that whenever you pick a, a different game type for one map, it actually loads in a different portion of the map that you haven't been to. Um, hmm. So so the maps are bigger, like the Port uh, Hoken map that there is, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Uh, you well, have the normal outside. Yeah, you have the normal. Yeah. Uh, house that you can go into, but whenever you do the raid mission, you actually start somewhere else, and there's a whole like two other warehouses that you go through instead. So it's the same area, but it's a different part that you've sure. never seen before. Sure. Um, so it's yeah, it's pretty cool, and uh, it's nice to have a game where you're not having to unlock weapons and unlock attachments and everything. You're a SWAT team, so you have everything at your disposal, <laughs> yeah. you know. Sorry, would, rookie, you don't get good that'd shit. That'd be that'd be really terrible, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First day on the job, huh? Here's a pistol. Like, what? No <laughs> armor, dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> you got to unlock the good armor. Like, uh, yeah. I don't want to be a cop anymore. That's I know we don't pay you very much, but we need you to buy your own armor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need you to earn your way to full we'll pay potential. Pay you back if you make it 90 days. <laughs> if you make it 90 days has completely different implications in that situation yeah um, i enjoy that game i thought i would be a little more like morally opposed to it right because like none of us here are particularly huge fans of cops we're all kind of like y'all are annoying um but it's the same it's the same reason that like we all like i think other shooters like we're all fascinated by the tactical shit yeah and the, the clearing rooms and flashbang in like hitting the door with the battering ram while Ryan is ready with a grenade. And then we move in and he pans left and I pan right. And then we're both like clear. And then we turn to tackle the next room with the same precision. That shit feels great. And, uh, it's, I mean, you know, Ryan and I tried rainbow six for a while, Ryan more than myself. Uh, but I think the last time we (laughs) we really played it, we did the math. We were like, yo, we'd have to win, not just play. We'd have to win every match for 40 hours to earn enough to unlock a character naturally. And that was when we were both like, this is dumb. So this game being like, here's all the guns. Here's all the different gear. Here's all the different equipment. Here's all the different armor. Here's all the different accessories. And 
taking the PvP out of it, which is something all three of us are discovering we're more and more okay with, uh, and just making it a PvE, enemies are in different rooms and have different combinations of weapons and have different, you know, whatever, uh, setups. It's great. Like, yeah, you can lose for two hours, but every time you go in, it's different. And uh, that rules. That rules. It's like Door Kickers, but 3D. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, except Door Kickers was a... I, would, I think I would like this game, and I have liked this game more, when it's like less ambiguous. Like, there's like, there's no civilians here. They're all bad guys. It's like, cool. I'm operating on completely different, uh, a completely different set of rules of that situation. When you walk in and there's civilians and you're like, did he reach for a gun? I don't know. They kill me so fast in this game that like any the, movement I don't trust, I'm firing. The, and you're the like, this felt everything. Bad. Yeah, yeah, the questioning everything kind of like, I don't know, it, it puts <coughs> maybe being a cop in perspective a little bit. Because like I shot a guy and I'm like, I thought I saw a gun. And I was like. That's a really bad statement to say. Like, oh, I, I've, I've like, told that story right. to several people. <laughs> but I walked like, in that room with like you, I... <laughs> and you fired, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And you were like, "He had a gun, right?" And I was like, "That's not okay. <laughs> That's not okay." He did though, so I, so it was right. No, but that like, guy super was... didn't, Ryan. He that did. guy no, super no. didn't. There was there was a pistol on him. He he had dropped the pistol because he was reaching for it. I. But there are moments like, <laughs> there like are moments. that game. Just like, that ah. game does something that yeah, I'm not used to, which is like me suddenly going, "Oh fuck!" Like, uh, to what was that the right call? And you know, that, that shit's uh, yeah, it does. It does give you a little perspective. It also is like, it feels really bad <laughs> when it you does. fuck up. It, it feels does. really bad, and then it's completely thrown off by the fact that like you arrest somebody and. The dumbass voice lines they have recorded are like, <laughs> my mom has a Mexican maid. Maybe you know her. And you're like, what the fuck? How? Who wrote huh? this? Or they're like, don't I'll... fucking touch me. And then they're like, my stepdad had tattoos. Cool. <laughs> and you're like, why? Or they're, yeah. they're, they're running around, save me. You're like, all right, come here. Get down on the ground. They're like, fuck you and run away. Like, <laughs> we're here to help. Yeah. I don't know what else to do. It's an early access as well. That's, yeah, the, that's a good thing absolutely. to point out. And Ryan and I are also very aware of the fucking reset era chat they had where someone was like, y'all going to do a school shooting uh, mission? And they were like, yeah. hell yeah. And th that's not in the game. I doubt they'll do it. They lost their publisher a few days later and then like made sure to make it clear that's not why they did. But like, okay. Um, but that's not in the game. If it was in the game, I wouldn't fucking play it. Um, but I don't think they would add that. That seems ridiculous. Uh, as it stands, it's fun. I enjoy it. It's stressful, and I love it. It's, it's like phasmophobia. Yeah. It's like SWAT phasmophobia. Someone said this the other day. I think it was Rel, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. It's just phasmophobia, but I'm not scared until someone runs around the corner. <laughs> it just <laughs> blows me away. Ben, what have you been up to? Uh, I'm chipping away at my backlog. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm getting my way through The Witcher three. Um, I just I finally got out of Novigrad. That that mission, that part of the game, sends you through some bullshit, and I hate it. Uh, but I'm through it now. I'm in Skellige, which is the the like Ireland, Scotland Viking. Uh, uh, yeah, it's based off the Skellig Isles, right? Yeah. Um, so you show up, and there's the the we I was talking about it in the in my gym tonight with the client and he's a big fan of the series and he's like it's just so dark like 
that you show up, washed up on the beach. You find your horse is there somehow. You find your way to a Viking funeral, and a lady like uh, she's facing the ceremony, and then she turns around and walks away, and she stops in front of somebody. And he's like, I wish you wouldn't do this, but it's your choice. She runs onto the boat and hugs the guy. They push the boat out and light it on fire. So she, like, willingly dies with, I assume, her lover. Uh, Jesus. Right. All right. That's just, that's just the, the whole vibe of the whole game. So it's, it's great. Um, that's, so I, that's where I stopped. But I won't gloat on that because the game's like eight years old or whatever. But um, putting some time into chivalry still slowly starting to to learn the ropes holding my own against three people at a time nice trying to survive getting outnumbered um still having a blast with easy mode because that's just where i am in life right now sure <laughs> hacking down bots hundreds at a time um, yeah you're there to have fun it's power fantasy right yeah and man did we have a great time in forza last night i fucking love that shit yeah, i can't do it every so night but i do love it yeah yeah it was genuine fun yeah, sure. so for those listening, we we just do follow the leader. It's it's probably closest to, you know, real life as as a driving game could get. Because you know, I've had nice cars in the past, and I've driven with friends for hours, all you know, all night, sundown to sunup, uh, before. And this is what we do: we just get on the highway and go point A to point B, and we race each other. And sometimes we don't; we sit in traffic or whatever. And that's just what we did: we would take turns. Say it's Caleb's turn. Caleb would pick the car class and then pick the destination. We'd all pick a car in that class. We'd share our picks, which is always fun. Uh, yep. And then we'd just drive. And uh, sometimes it was a race, sometimes it wasn't. So yeah, it was great. So it's a fun way to see Mexico. It's a fun way to hang out with your friends. It's a fun way to listen to the soundtrack of the game. It's a fun way not to like complain and worry about uh, the, the competition or load screens or. You don't, have to, you don't have to worry about, like, fucking up once and then just being bored the rest of the race. Yeah. Because everybody's hanging out. So if someone falls behind, you're like, oh, we'll back back. So yeah. Can, like, we can race so many, as a like, group. So many friendly moments where, like, hey, this car sucks every quick or for a second. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then we do real human things, like just pull over or we line up in single file or we go, like, doubles, you know. Yeah, we actually like pull over and wait. I don't know. It feels good. And then, I, and then we got most of the server last night, or the most of the party last night, to go first person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that yeah. was super fun. Yeah, <laughs> we we so, also drove through like other convoys doing doing their own thing, like on the uh, on the descent on the mountain. We had, like a whole another convoy was doing drift, yeah, doing drift yeah. stuff, and we're just we actually just kind of joined in with them on the way down. Yeah, that on, was very just cool. on one of our paths, which was super cool. Except I had to get through it because I couldn't yeah. see from all the Dude, smoke. Dude, there was so much smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go third person. I was like, man, this is uh, not yeah. doable. Nope. Oh, yeah, I can't drift in first. I feel I like I was chasing James person. Bond. <laughs> you, you yelled that at me at one point. Yeah. Fuck you, James Bond. You <laughs> drove past me. I was like, all right, yeah, that's, that's valid. That's valid, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they got their server shit worked out. Yes. I mean, like, releasing a game right before Thanksgiving, which is also right before Christmas, I don't understand why big multiplayer games release in November or December. It's so dumb. Like, Halo, I I was like, man, these store entries are a little bland. And then, like, I saw the tweet on Monday or whatever from Joe Staten that's like, back, for, back to the office from vacation. And I was like, oh, shit. They released the game and had probably all the store stuff, like, scheduled. 
and we're like, we're not going to deal with this because we're going on vacation. So they probably have big changes planned. We just <laughs> haven't seen any of them because they released in front of the fucking holidays. Release yeah. big multiplayer games in fucking April. So you're not yeah. going anywhere. Everybody's work. I don't know. It just it, I, the holiday fucking I hate it. I well, hate it for game releases. I, mean, I understand yeah, me why, but I hate it for game releases. I mean, I don't think I, it, I don't think it's like it used to be. Like people used to buy games for like birthday or for Christmas and stuff like that. But I feel like when games come out now, since you since you can just buy them all digitally now, nobody's lining up to buy a disc anymore. Like release yeah, it. Yeah, so just release, release gonna, it whenever, right? Yeah. So just release it whenever. Like, yeah, I get it. You want to get the big Christmas sales and stuff like that, or Black Friday sales, but also those games don't go on sale Black Friday for a new release game and. Most of these parents buy their kids these games anyway. Also, <laughs> like if you release 10 games in a one and a half month span in the holiday, I've it's the holidays. I got to buy shit for other people. Yeah, I'm not like, buying. I'm not going to buy it all. T- exactly. Spread that love out. I just it's it's so weird to me. I, we, we talk about this every year. Um, so I know get the fresh ideas, but it's weird. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm super glad that Forza ironed its shit out because it is really fun to drive together. And really yep. fun to drive and see people driving. It's, it's great. Especially doing, like, the st- engaging with the stuff the game gives you, right? Like, those guys weren't... Yes, we were just driving around, but those guys were, like, doing drift challenges. Like, they were in Formula Drift yeah. cars doing the drift, the biggest drift chain in the game. Excuse me, I have the hiccups from my fucking sparkly water. Um... And yeah, it's that's just really cool, seeing people like having fun in appropriate cars doing that shit. It's great. We we even had a guy following us that wasn't in our convoy, and we tried to invite him in. Yeah, like several times. <laughs> yeah, he didn't he didn't join us, but like he stuck with us for one like fifteen mile route or something like that or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was fun. It was pretty cool. He like stuck to us after we did the drift thing and followed us into the jungle to the south, mm-hmm. which was fucking great. It's, and yeah, it's a long ass drive. Yeah. Yeah. That's your rules. Um, well, what have Caleb, I been playing? Thanks what for have asking. you been playing? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, I've actually been... I'm proud of myself. The last week, I've gone through a couple of indie games that, like, one, I downloaded and beat, like, in two days. I never download a game, beat it, and uninstall it. That's just never... That's not something that happens in quick succession. But I did uh, twice. So I played through The Gunk which was a game I think that was announced at Summer Game Fest or something like that. Um, You play as this uh, woman named Ronnie, R-A-N-I, and her friend, I can't remember her friend's name. That's super good. Ronnie and Beck. Yes, I wanted to say Beck's. Um, You're like engineers. You're in like a super um, industrial-looking ship, and you're landing on this planet looking for like an energy source. And it becomes pretty clear pretty quickly that, like, the planet's being choked to death by this stuff called the gunk. That's what they call it. Um, and it's being choked to death by the gunk because the people that used to live on that planet were over mining it. And, like, this is the, this is the, uh, the waste that's created by their machinery. And it choked their planet to death, basically. So you're going around and trying to, like, free the planet. So it's pretty run-of-the-mill like environmental say environmental protection 
storyline like don't fuck up the planet just because like you can make money off of it or whatever sure um the art is interesting i think it's only like oh so here's the thing it's only like a five hour game um maybe six uh and i think that's really in its favor because like if that game was if that game was say 10 hours it would get really repetitive uh the world's gray and covered by red and black like ember looking uh detail until you clear the gunk and then when you do there's this like whoosh of light and a orb that emanates out from you that like clears it up and vegetation comes back and for the first couple hours when that happens it's genuinely pretty it's like damn it goes from gray you get the color pop there's a bunch of weird plants and like animals start showing up um right when i got tired of it and like was like okay i get it this is what it looks like you go and like confront the big machine that's causing all this mm-hmm. and it changes the scenery enough that like you're not you're no longer doing that as much because you're in like a giant metal machine um yeah it's fun it's fine that's basically the whole time i played it i was like i don't dislike this so much i want to stop i don't like it that i would play it for 10 more hours if that makes sense so uh, was it the perfect length yeah 100 when it ended i was like yeah i didn't want to play this more <laughs> like I, I didn't, I didn't need any more of this. It's, it was exactly what, uh, I was able to, to like, I keep, I keep trying to describe it in ways that sound bad. It's exactly what I could tolerate, and that sounds bad, but I don't mean it. I don't mean it negatively. Like, when I was done with it, it was over. Um, and then, uh, just real quick, that game's by Image and Image and Form. I think it's their first game. Okay, I thought it was. Hmm. I thought they'd done something else before that, but... I lied. That company was founded in 1997. Yeesh. First <laughs> game. Wow. What games have they made? <laughs> oh, they spent... shit. Oh, shit. They made the SteamWorld games. SteamWorld Dig and SteamWorld Heist. So they made a bunch of PC games. SteamWorld Quest. SteamWorld Dig 2. SteamWorld Tower Defense. They were formed in 97, and they made their first game in 2010. But it must have been like a tech, a software development company before. Anyway, yeah. It's made by Image and Form Games. I think that they were published independently. Uh, Thunderful Publishing. I don't know anything about this game, apparently. They're a Swedish game holding company in Gothenburg. Cool beans. Anyway, second game I played, and a game that everybody should play. Honestly, uh, it was Unpacking. Um, this game's been like kind of on everybody's lists this year. Uh, it mm-hmm. came out in November, and kind of apparent it sideswiped everybody that I know played it, and it 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 did the same to me. Like I was like, this will be fun, and then about an hour in, I was like, oh my god, I'm like, I care about this game. <laughs> like I care about what's happening. So. Unpacking is an indie game by a little studio called Witchbeam, uh, published by Humble, um, which is good for them. They're getting into publishing and doing good things with it for the last couple of years. Um, it's made by a little uh, Australian team, and uh, you start in the year 1997 and unpack the room of what, if you could probably assume, is like a 12, 13-year-old. Um and if that's just it like you get cardboard boxes you click on them to open them 
and then like as you click on the box you get an item and you like start placing the items around the room and then once all the boxes are clear you start like arranging the things so that they make sense and so that it looks good so you start like kind of assigning a personality to the room and whatever and then when everything's up you finish the room and then it jumps forward so it goes from like 97 to 2004 or 2002 um and you're you're doing your first dorm room um and then it, it keeps jumping to different locations and i, I don't want to talk about any of the other locations because <clears throat> the podcasts that i listened to that told me i should play this game did and spoiled a couple of things that I would have been even more excited to see yeah. outside of that. Um, suffice it to say that, like, as you move, the reasons you move are pretty clear. Uh, okay. And the way that those make you feel, because, like, the first time, the first two times, it's your stuff. You take your stuff out of the boxes in your kid room. And then the second time is you're taking your stuff out in your dorm room and you like, oh, this little thing was in my room when I was... 12 so like this kid likes this thing and it's 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 stuck with them they're still they're still carrying it around that happens through the next like five or six levels um and by the time you're in the last level and you see things from that first level like it suddenly like means something like it's it's like oh shit this is that thing that like they've had since they were a kid and now it's been 20 years since that first level and they still have it and now they're putting it like in this room and it means so much more. It's really cool that like no dialogue, all just taking contextual hints. Like you're unpacking these boxes and you're like, oh shit, yeah. Um, yeah, I love this game. The music's good. It's really easy to 100% for people that care about doing that stuff. Like the, and the little challenges they give you to find the secret stuff is unique and cool. I like it. As somebody um, who's probably moved a dozen times, I might enjoy this game exactly ben yes exactly also the game has like fourteen thousand foley effects so there are multiple pick up and put down sounds for each item Mm -hmm. including an item i picked up at one point how does fuck an item i picked up at one point that was like normally if you move these they make noise so i clicked and had it and then shook my mouse and it rattled nice or it clicked, or like I right clicked on a microwave and it went beep, and like you could set the time on the microwave, or like I wonder if I could flush this toilet, Oosh. and you can. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> like there are little interactive things throughout it. Um, if you put a game console next to the TV and right click on the game console after it's been there for a couple seconds, it plugs itself in, and the game turns on. It's nice. cool. There's little cool yeah, shit like that awesome. that like makes it feel really like lived lived in uh yeah that game rules and i it's one of those things that like once you're through it you're done with it there's not like a different way to do it but it would seem like they could like really easily create like a way to make that have like a daily maybe not a daily but like a weekly room you unpack and i would do that it's it's zen it's zen as fuck like i don't know how y'all guys unpack so I really want you to play because I want to see like how you do it. But like the cool thing is when you finish unpacking, you can go to the levels. Even like I could go back to them now. It's not only immediate. You can go back and hit like a, a, a camera button and it will play through a video. You can adjust the speed on that shows you unpacking everything and then putting it away in oh, time lapse. Cool. Wow. And I realized in the first level, I was taking stuff out of the boxes and putting them right where I wanted them until I like 
kept taking stuff out and going, oh, shit. By the time I was at the end, I was taking everything out and throwing it on the floor. <laughs> everything out on the floor or on the countertops. And then I was moving stuff from there. Um, and I was like, oh, that's just how I move. Like, this is a kitchen box? Dope. Dump it out in the kitchen and throw the box away. And then we'll put shit away. Um, yeah, it's fun. Y'all should play it. It's on Game Pass for anybody who didn't know. So PC? You can just, uh, yes, I played it on yeah. PC for sure. I don't, think it's on, mouse. I don't think it's on Xbox. It is. Yep. Yeah, my, wife, my a, wife played it on there. Yep, oh, it's nice. On, it's on Game Pass on Xbox. Yeah, I, li- I literally played this the first night and went upstairs and told Amanda, like, I got a game that you need to come downstairs and play. She'd fucking PC, love that shit. PC sounds better, though, trying to manipulate items yeah. as much as you do. Good that point. That would suck with the joystick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you're, like, unloading a kitchen that's got, like, a hundred items in that room. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. it's the It would be the worst, 100%. Uh yeah, so I've got I think Jet the Far Shore on the list next. Um, that game did not I, control well. Maybe it was the mouse not working for me, but um, it wasn't enjoyable on my first play. Gotcha. Uh, visually, story wise, and all that stuff, um, great. All right. Really, really great. Uh, you can tell it's the the uh, Capybara games. You can tell it's it's got. Uh, Great art direction and great music by a, the the band musician Scientific. It's all great. The yeah. first moment, like <clears throat> you're, it's another one of those. Uh, you're you're tasked with finding a new home, right? Because this home's dead and it feels like it. And you're like this. You're like this divine chosen astronaut, and the whole world is lining up to see you off. And some people, and it's and it's it's tribal. So some people are like chanting and singing. Yeah. It's incredible. It's really great. So you, you walk up these huge steps, like up to this temple, and everybody's singing, and it's like a it's like a hymn. Yeah, it's great. The opening moments are great, but the gameplay is a little quirky, uh, and um, and does this it does this thing I hate where they're speaking another language. I think it's probably made up, and they have to have subtitles on, and you're trying to fly and not die and read subtitles, and it's Ugh. awful. So, like, we were trying to fight this big dragon thing, and they were giving me instructions, but I was trying not to die. And there, I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't find out what they were telling me to do because I couldn't read and fly at the same time. So, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, there's some missteps. That shouldn't have been a thing. Uh, I realized finding English, you know, or any voice actors is probably expensive and time consuming. So, just doing gibberish is probably a little easier. Uh, Got to deliver it in a place that doesn't hamper your ability to play the game, though. If I'm staring at someone and there's subtitles, then perfect. But yeah, yeah. fine, <laughs> I'm okay with this. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, well, so yeah, I've got maybe the... there could have been more on-screen encounters, like a circle saying "Go here" or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've got Jet on the list, and then Ryan and I, I think, are going to play through Lake. We yeah. talked about cool. it. I definitely have it installed. Um, yeah. And then yeah, as much praise as as much praise as. Uh, Ryan gave was it Firewatch whatever I want to do that too. Yeah, Firewatch yeah, is Firewatch fucking great. Is very good. Yeah, uh, and Zing then just um, got done beating that too. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what's the other one? I uh, Artful Escape. I want to play through that because Luke played through that, and we, yeah, we all I still started to do. That. The opening moment was amazing. Sure. Like the first song, like okay. <laughs> this, <laughs> oh, this I'm so old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we all need to do 12 minutes still. Yeah. Remember that? There's, a, there's also I started that. Uh, yeah, I, me too. Bob was over late one night, and he forced me to start it. And uh, every time something crazy went down, he was just staring at me with an open mouth like, 
and I'm like, like yeah, that's way. nuts. So <laughs> yeah, I, um, I did like I hear the, runs on it, and it's it's difficult to progress. I think it is, but you just sure. apparently to, like, the uh, ending is real kick in the dick too. Like it's it's not what you would have expected. I've heard I've heard I've heard mixed reviews that it like some people are like, oh shit, other people are like, fucking really. So yeah. <laughs> I'm interested. Um, Game Pass right now uh, is our winner of Game of the Year. Um, just kidding. <laughs> it should be though. Holy shit! Basically, is there, app it's, app a, killer, it's killer a fucking, app of the year. It's definitely the killer app. It's a fucking feast right now um, with indie games and like Rainbow Six on the twentieth, which is also the day we're getting the Hitman trilogy, and uh, where we're gonna play Anacrusis right after the podcast tonight because that's out in early access, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just full of shit. It's full of it's full of incredible shit to play, and like it's all stuff that I don't know if I would buy, but I don't have to because I've been spending fifteen dollars a month for two three years now, and I just it's just so much worth every every couple of weeks. There's more shit. That's great. Um, but yeah, I guess that kind of wraps up our recap. We haven't really been playing anything else. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I was gonna go through my. Uh... We we jumped back into Deep Rock for the new update. That's been oh fun. shit. Yeah, and we barely touched been. it. To be honest, we yeah. we yeah we landed on a few of the new elements, but we've not done an an incursion mission yet. Yeah, which yeah. I very much want to. But yeah. I've I've got the full on Deep Rock fever. Like I'm back in. Yeah, I, same. I, need to, I want to play same. as much as possible. I want to play as much as possible with people I don't have to tell how to play the fucking game. <laughs> and I don't I don't mean just my 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 grandma and mom. So I like if either of you listen to this, <laughs> I'm not coming directly at you. We also got Jabril and Luke into it the other day. And, like, I realized that game is difficult to pick up because even they are, like, what do we do? And playing with, like, me, with the three of us and, like, Odin is kind of the coolest blue-collar-ass shit. Like, we're just, like, hey, Kat, I need a platform over here. Can you hit me with it? Can you put some light over here? And stuff just, like, hits. People are, like, yep, got you. Boom, done. It feels great because we played that game a lot together. Um, I think, I think, uh... Bob got it pretty quickly. I get the impression Jabril was only just half paying attention for most of it, but yeah, he's probably on TikTok. <laughs> but I don't have to I worry about like... him listening to this. I know he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out now. He'll be on TikTok. He won't be listening. What Ben? Hey, Jabril, did you like that last episode? Yeah, man, it was great. Didn't, <laughs> yeah. didn't just like any part of it? No, nah, man. No. But best Solid. episode yet. Best episode yet. Cool. Cool. Glad you're a <laughs> thorough listener, friend. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, the I want to do the incursion stuff because the couple yes. of things we've interacted with seem really cool, and they're fucking hard. We failed our first game, Ryan, for the first time in like a year. Playing with Luke and, with Luke and Jabril, we decided to like do the hack the the uh, enemy yeah. point thing right as a wave showed up. Nice. So the the initial wave of that attack was double strength, and then the hack the thing event waves come until it's over. So we ran out of ammo at like thirty percent download, and we were like, "Fuck it, everyone just leave." And like <laughs> Ben and I died before we could get out, so we were depending on two people who've been playing the oh, game man, all of an hour and a half. Sheesh. Yeah, we had to rely on two guys that barely had played, and they did not make it. That sounds At fun. one point, we were like, Jabril, run. And he was like, I am. And like, you can switch the cameras you're at looking yeah. through when you die. And he was turned around with his back against a wall, drilling bugs. 
And it was like, no, run. Because the exit was behind him. He just had to jump up. He was like, I am running. Okay. Okay. Ryan, it's I felt like a lot like... Mom and, want Mom and Kara watch <laughs> you as a yeah. grabber bug grabbed you, and you were just flying off into the center of the cave, and they were just, just staring at you, just... Yeah, they and aimed like, and looked at me. Shoot! And they're like, <laughs> we were! And I'm like... Nope. I really wish I recorded that. <laughs> I really they were I just like, that. oh, bye, Caleb. So nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> just like we fucking Finally, get... he's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the amount of betrayal that that would have felt like if it had been, like, just putting that situation in, like, real life. Like, a big monstrous bug grabs me, and they're like, this is <laughs> like, fine. <laughs> it's like Andy floating off into the middle of the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Angela! <laughs> exactly exactly oh man so uh when we talked last month we kind of ran through our perspective lists for game of the year and i don't know if we really have a ton more to say about any of these but i'll run through the noms that we had the om nom noms that we had and then if we want to adjust any of them we can and then um yeah, so this episode will like be us formally picking, um, and I was going to describe the process, and I started with the last thing first. So you'll Friday. see the nominations go up on Friday. So if you're listening to this, you will have seen them go up on Friday. And then on Monday, we'll have a little graphic that's got our winners uh, on Monday, and that will be us done with our Game of the Year stuff. This podcast will come out on Monday as well, so... Welcome to Monday, everybody listening. Uh, but to run through the nominations just one more time so everybody knows, I think there'll be some changes. The first one is Best Co-op Multiplayer Nominations. We had The Ascent, Back for Blood, Aragami 2, and I believe now we should probably add Ready or Not, but I'm willing to debate that because it is technically in early access. Does that count uh, as a 2021 release? Or is it like an honorable mention? Should we just like leave it as an honorable mention? We can and do. Put we it... can do it as an honorable mention. Yeah, and then we'll actually yeah. debate it. Debate it this uh, at the end of this year. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, any other any other additions we want to add to that? Or are we pretty confident that that's good? Uh, not aliens. That's for sure. <clears throat> no, not that 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 sour on you. Yeah, we we had. Um, I, oh, that's right. I okay, I lost sorry, like three on. hours of progress. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And that I found now. out that if you join somebody else's game before you're in the game, that play session is just a wrap. It won't save. So, so you have to like the launch dashboard. the game and then oh god, but only on the main menu. So if you're in the game game, like on the ship, mm-hmm. and then join somebody else's game, that doesn't work either. So you have to just sit on the main menu, take the invite, join in. It's really conditional. They're working on fixing it, but. Uh, the Reddit has people that have lost two hours, six hours, eight hours. You know, yeah, gamers people being what start they do. They get on and play all friends. day. And then, yeah. yeah. Damn. So I uninstalled it. <laughs> 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 and I'll play it again when it's fixed. Maybe. They might have lost me. And yeah. it wasn't that like Gangbusters anyway. It was cool, but it was just like, eh. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. There's so many asynchronous multiplayer games doing it better right now, anyway. Sure. I, that's the one thing I'm worried about tonight. Like, Anacrusis looks cool, but it's in early access, and I. Yeah. I'm afraid that's going to be a little shallow. What are they going to do differently? Right. Probably not much. 100%. Um, okay, moving on. Because uh, we talked about what we've been doing for a long enough time. We should make this quick. Uh, best Indie nominations are XO1, which was Ben's uh, toss-up. It Takes Two, which was Ryan's toss-up. Sable, which was mine. 
And I put Death's Door, I would probably replace that with Unpacking. And okay. I'm unsure between Sable and Unpacking, which I like more. Um, those were both pretty good experiences. I would probably say Sable. Um, do we know which one we think wins on this? <coughs> Are we going with the with the It Takes Two? I, I can't. I can't say. I haven't played it, so yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. That sucks. But I mean, if it is what's Gilles, interesting, you, is, no, you have what's until Monday, Ben. When you we do. Re- <laughs> when oh we yeah. Okay. These, you have this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's on Game Pass. It's like six hours of gameplay. I know yeah. Luke wanted to play it. That might be my best shot. Because... And then, oh, that yeah. We might just we should do a marathon. We should like me and Ryan, and then you and Luke start at the same time and just play through it and share the experience. Yeah. Uh, it's funny though because X O one only Ben's played. It takes two only Ryan's played. Sable only I played. No, and... I started it. Right, uh, it but like yeah, it did. It didn't hold me. Yeah. Also, that that first like week, it had some pretty bad frame rate issues. It did. Um, play it on PC. You power through it. <laughs> Your PC's like no, it's fine. I, I, I got okay. it. Okay. Um. Which is weird. It's, I mean, you know, coding on different platforms is, is strange. But Death Store, I only played for like three hours. I didn't finish it. So unpacking takes its place. So, yeah, I guess we are not going to tell you our final decision. We're going to try and push through a couple more uh, indies from last year before Monday. We've got four days to do it. It's possible. Um, next on the list, there's only a few of these. Um, best ongoing nominations. Uh, sea of Thieves is in there. Warframe is in there. Wreckfest is in there. Um, did we have anything else? Any other thoughts? No, I mean a lot of the games that are actually ongoing are ones that we don't play, like Warzone and Apex and that kind of thing. Which yeah, yeah. those are the, like the big ones, like obviously Fortnite. But yeah. these are just kind of our own personal picks of not yeah. mainstream. Yeah, this is this is our game of the year, not yeah. the overall. It's for, it's what we liked, right? So, right. yeah, I'm I feel weird about Wreckfest, but like I guess they kept updating and we did keep playing it. So like that's all it really takes. It's still it's still still got stuff coming out. Could you, um, could you say Forza Horizon because it's like the same game every time? <laughs> no, no, Ryan, you can't. The series the series itself is just an ongoing game. <laughs> I mean. Over the last Madden? two, certainly. Yeah, <laughs> any, sports any, sport, any sports game should be in there. <laughs> oh, shit. That's that's absolutely a valid point. We should, as a joke, like, best ongoing game. <laughs> Madden, NHL, FIFA, MLB, NBA. PGA. So, so what do we... Ben, you seemed pretty strong about Warframe, but also you seemed like you 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 simmered on Warframe after having done it, after the new war. Sorry, just new war, not uh, yeah. Once not the once whole it was year. done, uh, it it you know you run into the same old trappings, which is like, well, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. It didn't set up much of a situation that made you feel like you should keep grinding anything. Uh, I play Warframe in a way that I will never have everything, so I'll always have something to grind for. And I did. I did grind for the new Warframe for a little bit. Um, I enjoyed the other night with uh, the moms. That was a good and yourself. That was a good time. I think. Yeah. Um, so and once once everybody gets their wings, and we get into space. I'll have a good time with that. So I always have a reason to play it. But the impetus wore off a little bit. I, but new war is is for the series anyway. I'm not for the game industry or anything. It's, it's relevatory. It's huge. It's gigantic. It's um, 
it shook the whole game up. It showed the it did show the industry what this studio is capable of. Because uh, it felt AAA as fuck. It felt sure. expensive. It felt polished, and it felt completely different than the Warframe experience. Like it didn't feel like Warframe at all. Some some parts of it did, but most of it did not, which is interesting. And I feel like this is probably worth saying. Uh, you know, people have spent thousands of hours in this game, and to the point where your mastery rank is your is like your number that tells everybody how much you've hoarded. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's how many weapons you've bought, mastered, and and stuff like that. And this story used none of it. What you t- what you brought in is what you use, and that's it. Hmm. Like it doesn't matter how many warframes you had, didn't matter how many weapons you had. You didn't use your arsenal. The game used what you brought in, but for the most of the time, you were playing this. I forgot what they called him, like the the outsider or the stranger or something like that. It was just a a kid with a pistol, and. Uh, and then, yeah, so the game didn't use the thousands of hours people put in the game to tell a good story. Hey. So we're all like, what the hell? Do we, where do we go from here? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. So I'll have, to, I'll have to deeply ponder which game tried harder to reach its community and, and do the most for them throughout the year. But obviously, to me, it's, it's Sea of Thieves or, or Warframe. I think they're, their communities care the most. And yeah, they're, they're I think Sea of Thieves put out a really good year that just kind of got overshadowed. Yeah. Because I think Sea of Thieves is It's always going a, to. Yeah, I think Sea of Thieves is a niche game. I think it's I think it appeals to a certain group of people, and I think it appeals to that certain group of people really highly. It feels a lot to me in parallel with like a band like Coheed and Cambria, which like there are a significantly f- lower number of people who are fans of Coheed that there are of Nickelback, right? But yeah. if you go to a Nickelback concert, Everybody has their one favorite song that they hope they play. If you go to a Coheed's concert, everyone that's there knows the lyrics to every single fucking song. Yeah. And Sea of Thieves has fans that enjoy playing all of it uh, mm-hmm. and people who don't like it. That's it. Like, it's, it's just, it's, I think it's kind of polarizing in that way. And for yeah. the people that enjoy Sea of Thieves, the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean stuff was huge. And then immediately after that, not immediately, obviously, but the next content after that was the underwater siren. Um, also stuff, huge. Which was very good and very big. Uh, and we spent a lot of time making sure we did it all correctly so we could get the extra quest at the end. Because, like, mm-hmm. the first one we did, we were like, oh, shit, there's a room here with a key. How do we get the key? Figured it out and, like, spent the time to do that. So, yeah, Sea of Thieves, I, I think, is my choice. Um, but I also don't have the attachment to Warframe like you do. Um, and Ryan didn't engage with Sea of Thieves uh, with us this year the way that he did last year. Or so, Warframe. <laughs> I yeah. played Warf- it this year, though, Ben. He <laughs> did. I he didn't did. play it any yeah. of the other years. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, I think Sea of Thieves is the front runner in this one, just because of like, yeah. the shared experience that uh, we did have in it. Um, all right, moving on. Um, best overall. So our our is it that's it the last one? I guess so. No, no, let's do that one last. There's one more. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um there's two more. Holy shit, hold on. Yeah, PvP <laughs> and single player. And yes. Here. Yes, there's two more outside of the the overall. So best single player nominations we have Halo Infinite, Hitman three, and Ben has a case for Hades. Which he does. I'm not saying that he has to. He has to 
defend it. Here's a case for Hades. It came out on consoles this year. Um, PlayStation and Xbox, and it was an Xbox Game Pass. Game Pass is the killer app of the year. Like, fucking yep. just dominating. Um, I think single player for me is Hitman. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. A Halo. They both start with an H. It fucked me up. Single mm-hmm. player. Hmm. My my knee jerk is Halo. What's what's everybody it's else's got, it's thoughts? It's got to be Halo, I think. Yeah, sure. For sure. for what? Single player. <sighs> when you think about that, it, huh? yeah, that was when when we were at the Game Awards. Yeah. One of the things we kept saying is like, man, I didn't play much this year. There wasn't a ton of single player stuff. You know what's gonna piss me off is in two weeks I'm gonna get through Guardians of the Galaxy and it's going yeah. to be my game of the year. Yeah, well, here's yeah. Uh, I didn't play Death Over Halo. Psychonauts. I just I've heard that the writing in that is incredible, and like I love Halo to death, but like I'm willing to acknowledge that I'm super biased. Yeah. And if the Guardians of the Galaxy story is like longer, and got more to interact with, it might, it might, it might, uh, like on a technical point, be a bigger deal. You know what like I mean? It's, it, we're not saying we're gonna love it more than Halo, but you gotta. You gotta say that was a better story. You gotta say they did a better job. Right. Right. When it's when it's, when it's due. <laughs> but like right now, it, Halo Infinite. It, I cried playing that game. Ryan, you cried playing that game. Like yep. that game was emotionally impactful. Like a, uh, in a large way for me. Um. So yeah, even though I did just say the Guardians is gonna be on this list, yeah, I think Halo still wins. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing. But I didn't play Psychonauts, didn't play Death Noop, didn't play Returnal, didn't play Resident Evil, didn't play Far Cry. Like I, I failed this year. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, it's it was 2020 the sequel. Didn't play Kenna. 2022. Life's Strange. Yeah. We're not so. single player people though. We're largely you guys not. Say it. We're largely you not. Guys say, you guys say it, but we're not. Yeah. We get online we used to and our be, friends right? are on. And we're I like, think... fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I used uh, to be happy. We used to argue about the fact that we no, I play single player games. I don't think we have a leg to stand on in that argument anymore. <laughs> when we were all single and could do anything we wanted with our free time, yes. Yeah. We could play games I, uh, for 10 hours a day because we're off that day. <laughs> <laughs> to do this podcast and to finish the article I'm writing, I yelled at you like two days ago. Y'all you were did. bagging me to play a multiplayer game. And I was like, I have to finish this so I can write about it. Um like it's a it's a it's a fight to to sit down and do something that's single player, and that's why indie games are like a really easy way to do that because it's four to six hours <laughs> most of the time. That's it. Not Dying Light Two, which I'm going to try and play, but it's apparently a hundred hours to beat. Hooray! Um, and then Shadow Warrior Three was like our game will take you five hundred <laughs> hours to beat it three hundred and sixty times or some shit. No, it was uh no, they said uh. It'll take you 500 hours to beat it 33 times, I think. 33 <laughs> times, yeah. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. And then the Dying Light Twitter account did that, like, puppet, like... Yeah. The meme. side-eye. The side-eye mm-hmm. meme. Yeah, very good. The best single player for us is going to be Halo Infinite. Bing bong. I um, guess. Unless I can get through any of the titles I just mentioned in the next few days, but... <laughs> good luck. Do nothing else. Yeah. Best PvP multiplayer. This list is... Well, Battlefield's on it, and that's not going to win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, well, there's not much out. Like, you can't put Call of Duty there. That game also launched terribly. Um, 
I don't think Battlefield's so bad that Steam should be issuing refunds. No, that's ridiculous. But it's not Cyberpunk, y'all. It came, the game ostensibly works. Uh, and way quicker than it took Cyberpunk to get fixed. That game's still not fixed in many ways. Um, Halo Infinite, uh, which is a front runner. Chivalry 2, which is good and unique. Um, mm-hmm. But still, it has that it has that PC game, it has that PC <laughs> multiplayer game jank to it. <laughs> that like PC that PC stank. Yeah, it's got that PC stank that like I don't hate, but I also don't love. Um, and Knockout City was really genuinely good. True, I had no complaints. I don't know why we stopped playing it. Out of sight, out of mind, or something. Yep, something else came up. We just lost Battlefield. It. Maybe we, we yeah, hopped maybe. on Battlefield Five hard. Oh yeah, I was assuming you meant twenty forty two. Battlefield Five is our is our like sleeper. That should be our game of the year, even though it didn't come out this year. That's our ongoing game of the year. Yeah, I like the how many hours I spent. Holy shit, that's our ongoing game of the year. No, they didn't put out new content. Yeah, no. Ongoing is new content updates. You're right. You're right. You're right. It should be though. It should be some award winner. The, our 2021 game from another year we couldn't stop playing is Battlefield Five, and uh, it got in the way of a lot. But um, I think uh, PvP multiplayer for me is Halo again. That shit feels so good. Yeah. We found it, we found Ben's you... mode. We found Ben's mode. It's SWAT. SWAT. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> like we do well playing that, uh, and I think Ben, you hated SWAT in like Halo Three, Four, and Five. No, I never really hated it. Okay. No, no, no. I just didn't remember you being willing to play it very often. But we've had good ge- We played with Odin. Was it with Odin the other night, Ben? Yeah. We played yep. with Odin and won like five games in a row. And every yep. game we won, at some point we were down by at least six kills. And at sometimes as many as like t- 12 kills. Or we yeah. played a game of control and we're down 60 points. Like, every game we came from behind. Like, we would start, and there was a moment we would all go, this is going poorly, and we'd get our shit together and then win. It was extremely, it felt extremely good. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah, Halo's my pick for PvP. Yeah, if, if Battlefield, if they released with 64 players. Yeah, completely and different some, conversation. And some of the, yeah, some of the other... Some of the other small bugs getting out of the way, it's a, it's going to be a tough fight. But, yeah, it's Halo for me as well. Halo just launched too well. Battle Pass uh, issues and progression issues aside, the game itself plays way too well <laughs> for it for there to be a conversation, especially with the, the big AAA NBA multiplayer games that came out this fall. Um, Ryan, you make a very good point. <laughs> If they'd launched with 64 and didn't have the spawn issues and didn't have the res issues um, and didn't have the loading into a server you can't spawn on. <laughs> or uh, being stuck with the same loadout Yeah, the entire game. Ugh. Yep. Or that like losing all of your attachments. Yeah. Yeah. Those things, if, the, if it launches solid, then yeah, this is a, a much tougher uh, discussion. So that goes back to our overall... Um, which is between Infinite and It Takes Two. <laughs> and I think in t- It Takes Two really got put on here just uh, just because they did win. Yeah, they did win the Game Awards. Game of the yeah, Year sure. for uh, for the actual Game Awards. Mm-hmm. So, um, with now overall, we're talking Halo Infinite multiplayer and single player. 
Like yeah. game as a whole or the yeah. campaign? Okay. Game as a whole. Yeah. That makes that shit really hard for me. Because that because it, sure. it takes two is really fucking good. Yep. Really fucking good. And I think that there's a legitimate argument to putting out that like it takes two is a game that like reinvents itself three times within its campaign. Like the first, the beginning third of the game, you play one way, and then they introduce new mechanics and you play another way, and then they introduce yeah. new mechanics and you play another way, and that's extremely hard and risky, and they nail it. Like that's yeah. worth being praised. But, <laughs> but, if you have to weigh Halo's multiplayer on the same scale next to It Takes Two, does that make it outweigh it? You're allowed to say no. Like I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that it would be weird for, for you no, to say I, no. I think it takes two. Takes it. Okay, that's that's. I like that. Honestly, I like that a lot. Yeah. Because like because because my wife that does not play games she sure. plays board games on my Xbox she plays sure. uh, like Roller Coaster Tycoon and like what was that hospital game um, uh, Two Point yeah hospital? Two Point Hospitals like she played that stuff like she was just playing all those kind and so no fucking so you first get person like a shooter <laughs> no sure. top down fucking dungeon crawler anything like that and she went through and played all of it. No problems. Didn't ask me any questions for for the most part, other than like, what do we need to do here? That kind of thing, or show me how to do this. She figured it out, and that's that's fantastic. That means that yeah. other people are able to pick this up and do the same thing. Yeah, you know, with with your grandma being able to, you know, playing games the way she does, she'd be able to pick it up just fine. I, I mean, she plays Destiny and shit like that too. But it it gives hope to other elderly like older people that want to play this <laughs> i appreciate you uh, editing yourself out of saying I elderly did. i knew you didn't did. mean that offensively <laughs> you started and i saw I like, you like oh no, like, no 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 <laughs> look, looking at both of you like uh sorry please, uh, please don't get mad no i i appreciate what you did but we, I, we wouldn't have taken that for you. yeah uh, yeah no that's i yeah, man i think maybe we should hold off on saying for sure and give them a, a just let this be a teaser for listeners and you'll find out yeah. Uh, when we announce winners, winners. So maybe we'll uh, leave the ones we didn't decide tonight to be announced on Tuesday. No, we'll just do it Monday. You'll listen to this and be able to check the website. Or you can go to twitter.com uh, slash nerdy underscore bits at nerdy underscore bits on Twitter. Um, you can follow me at, oh shit, we didn't talk about 2022. We'll have to do that next time. Um, you can follow me at Lubwub, L-U-B-W-U-B. Um, ben, where can people find you? Uh, just Google Sketch Sawyer, why don't you? Yeah, it's the, you're the first thing that comes up. Good job. You cornered that uh, <laughs> moniker. And Ryan, where can people find you? Sergeant Sodium, most places. <laughs> most places. <laughs> Maybe not all places. <laughs> not, not Pornhub. <laughs> is, you wait, don't know. That, that suggests that there's a different Sergeant Sodium on Pornhub. He's like, that is not me. That is not me. Um, we get our music from Monster Cat. Go to monstercat.com. They allow creators like us to get Monster Cat Gold, which lets you use their music on your YouTube or Twitch channels. And when I asked them about doing it for a podcast, their support was like, no one's asked us that. So sure. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so we're using it, and they haven't said anything about it. Um, 
yeah we'll see you guys in a couple weeks um and we'll talk about what we're excited about for this upcoming year and we'll be able to talk about uh, rainbow six extraction and we'll be able to talk about anacrusis and whatever else we get through um we don't stop playing because we grow old we grow old because we stop playing so don't stop keep playing and we'll see you guys next time interested mm -hmm. it's sam's gun so like it'll be good right wonder did he direct the whole thing or just like the first episode like like venture does uh it? yeah good question it's so it's so I think weird it's the to, whole thing it's so weird to have a show though after he's dead like i get like there's he's not he died in you Suicide didn't watch Squad. after the credits i guess i didn't i watched it at home. yeah that's <laughs> not He's super not dead. They go to a they go to an emergency room, uh, or they go to a hospital room, and they're like, "I can't believe he survived under all that rubble." And you think it's Rick Flag for a second, and it's fucking Peacemaker. Yep. I guess I didn't. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I did watch it at home, so sure. I yeah. didn't think about it. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I wish Rick Flag hadn't died. He's my favorite character. In Outside of he's your favorite outside character. Of, outside of Idris Elba, he doesn't have much of a character. Oh, he's great. He's great. He's great. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I watched Peacemaker once or twice to see if it's any good. I'm excited to catch up on on um, Boba Fett. Please place your mic closer to your face. I was mumbling very quietly. Yes, you were. Uh, I am excited to start Boba Fett tomorrow and catch up on that. But also, fucking Eternals is on Disney, and I gotta mm -hmm. watch that with the, with the grandma too. So that's a three-hour movie, <laughs> right? Yeah. One or the other, not both. It'll be fine. <clears throat> we good to go? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs>